0: Week three at Dyslexic Life with Joe the podcast. Hello, how is everyone? I hope you've all had a wonderful week. Um, I'm going to try to make this episode not quite as hectic as last week because I realised it, it did kind of have quite a hectic vibe about it. Um, potentially that's going to be quite tricky because actually on my little list of dyslexic things that have happened this week, there's actually... Quite a few to talk about. Um, and the first one that I'm going to talk about is dates and times. We all know that people with dyslexia struggle with dates and times being in the right place at the right time, remembering appointments. We can have all the strategies in the world and it can still go wrong. Um, like it did for my poor Jemima on Sunday, which was totally my fault. Um, she had a rehearsal for a production. Um, and I'd read the email that she needed to wear a Christmas drum, jumper. She's in um, a production of Nativity um, near Christmas. So they wanted to do some publicity photographs. So I sent her in her Christmas jumper, bearing in mind um, we had to borrow a Christmas jumper from somebody because we couldn't find one at home. Um Anyway, I sent her off to her rehearsal in her Christmas jumper to literally get a message five minutes after I dropped her off to say, Mum, you have got it all wrong. The photo shoot is next week. I look like, well, I look really silly because I'm the only one in a Christmas jumper. So I was like, I'm so sorry. But, you know, hey ho, at least be remembered a week early. And hopefully we won't remember Um, we won't remember, we won't forget next week. So that was the first kind of misread, mis-email date thing that I'd got wrong. And the second thing that happened was, on Monday, I was out for a really lovely walk. It's how I try and start off my Monday morning, just with a half an hour walk to just get my head in the right place. And I had a phone call um, to say, hi, um, I'm outside your house. Um, My child's got an assessment with you today. And I was like, I'm really sorry. It's not today. It's actually tomorrow. Um, anyway, the parent had got the date wrong. Um, luckily I was able to, um, assess the young person later on in that day but the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because I also actually turned up to my dyslexia assessment a day early. I can remember knocking on the educational psychologist's door um, and she was like, uh, hey Jo, um, you're not supposed to be here today, you're supposed to be here tomorrow. Um, and I did have to go away because she was about to work with somebody else um, and come back the following day. But I think that was because I hadn't written the date down the date and the time down properly I was anxious that I hadn't written it down properly so yeah turned up a day early so we have all got those stories and I'm sure that that isn't going to be the last time on this podcast I'm sharing a mix up with dates and times but I thought I'd share it with you to make you all feel a bit better so that you all know that um you're not the only one that these things happen to on a positive, I have to say, um, one of my children had the orthodontist this week, and I thought this was a super dyslexic-friendly approach. They emailed or text messaged all of the forms that needed to be filled in prior to the appointment, which so not only did I get my reminder to tell me that my appointment was the next day and I'm not going to lie I live for those reminders I loved the day that our school signed up to the text message system it takes a lot of strain away from my working memory and also means I'm I'm less likely to um, get things incorrect turn up in mufti on the wrong day etc um, but I thought that was a really dyslexic friendly approach because I was able to read all the forms at my own kind of speed and pace without the pressure of knowing that there was a queue of people behind me or kind of the poor receptionist kind of waiting for me to do it. So yeah, I think that's like super dyslexic friendly to have those forms in advance and be able to, to kind of look at them. And actually, as a result of that, um, I've kind of taken that on board. And one of the things that I do with my online assessments is the first thing we do is a diagnostic interview where I kind of chat to the to the young person or the adult kind of through a set form. So I've started emailing that out in advance um, so that they can at least look at the questions so they kind of know the types of things that I'm going to ask them and collect some of that information up. So, yeah, I thought that was a really great thing. Um, what else did I want to share with you? Oh, yes. So, last week... Um, I had real kind of imposter syndrome and that feeling of really not being clever. And I've realized that there are certain platforms where I feel much more confident and able to share my thoughts and opinions. And last week was Dyslexia Awareness Week. So there was obviously lots of more kind of social media presence than usual. Lots of people talking about dyslexia, which which was brilliant. But I kind of realized that I'm a bit of a silent stalker on LinkedIn, so I love going on LinkedIn to um, learn to learn more stuff to kind of see what's what's going on. But it's very rare that I actually comment. Um, on what 's going on on linkedin i 'm kind of brave enough to kind of comment, and I do post kind of like surface stuff, but i i I do kind of censor a bit I guess what I write on there because i 'm worried that i 'm going to make myself look silly or that i 'm not going to know know enough stuff because I just feel like when i 'm on linkedin i 'm just right back to when i 'm at school just feeling totally out of my depth. Um, so anyway, because I became aware of that, um, I consciously kind of then made the decision to be, be a bit more active on there to kind of, to kind of, yeah, to interact a bit more and be a bit more visible. I was kind of doing that whole thing like I did at school of being invisible um so I've been kind of making a conscious effort to be a bit more visible and I've actually written a blog post about it which you can find on my Facebook page um, and will also be on my website at some point so I'm sure you know there where there are all situations that some situations where we don't feel as confident and we don't feel as clever um and I'd identified LinkedIn as being those ones and one of those things so The next thing I'm going to share with you is that I am procrastinating. I think one of the things that dyslexics do is when they've got something that's a bit more tricky or that it's a bit different that requires a lot of kind of working memory capacity and kind of thinking because it's different, we can procrastinate. I can only say sorry to Aaron and the dyslexia show because I still haven't filled in my speaker form. um, Because it's just been really busy and I need time to just kind of sit down and get and get my head around what I want my talk and my speech to look like. So I've been procrastinating on that. The other thing I'm procrastinating on is the discount Culia course. So I've actually signed up through the Send group um, to do my level five discount Culia qualification. Um, Every now and again, I log onto the platform and every now and again, I log off again and think, oh, I'll look at that tomorrow. So I am procrastinating. Procrastinating is definitely part of... um, dyslexic life for sure the other thing i wanted to talk to you about um today was strengths and again i've written a facebook post about this you'll find it on um my own facebook page at the moment it might be on social other social media platforms by the time you um listen to this but strengths was something that came up a lot last week and matt head who's interviewed me for the dyslexia life hack show he um posted a really brilliant piece last week on linkedin all about kind of dyslexic strengths and what dyslexic strengths are um, and how he sort of has spent a long time pondering what is him, what is his dyslexic strengths. And that really resonated with me because equally, I have also pondered exactly the same thing. And it's one of the reasons why I don't talk about dyslexic strengths very often, because I just find it really difficult to unpick what is me, what is nature, what is nurture and what is actually um a dyslexic strength anyway through kind of commenting because through being more visible i kind of came up came up with my own conclusion really that i think I am ultimately dyslexic, so therefore my strengths are a result of being dyslexic. My brain thinks in a dyslexic way, so therefore the decisions, my experiences, things that have happened to me are as a result of having dyslexia, of having a dyslexic brain. But I think for me, some of my dyslexic strengths are definitely, I've got a real ability to be able to kind of read a room and read nonverbal communication, and that's because I don't, I'm not always very good at processing lots of language quickly. So I think I can really kind of read emotions and body language really, really well, because that doesn't, it, it, that, that kind of doesn't involve processing language. That makes me a really empathetic listener. But it also means that I'm kind of very good at sussing out whether people are okay at literacy, um, whether people are okay or not. So I've got very strong emotional literacy skill. I think the other thing that I'm potentially very good at as a, bo- or as a result of being having undiagnosed dyslexia is I'm very resilient. So I'm used to things not going right the first time. I'm used to finding another way around things. Um, and I'm used to, you know, failure for me isn't an option. If I decide I'm going to do something, then I will find a way to make that that happen. And there are a few other things as well. And if you're interested in knowing more about those things, um, you can head to my um, social media platforms, as I say, and it actually resulted in me creating um, Dyslexic Strengths Bingo, which is a little visual, which if you do not know where to begin in terms of identifying your strengths, um, I've created like a little Dyslexic Strengths Bingo um, to make you aware of some of the things that we're potentially naturally good at as dyslexics, That um, hopefully you'll be able to see the things that come up time and time again. And to kind of help you begin to identify and think about what your dyslexic strengths are. I think that's the other thing to say about dyslexic strengths is so, so often we don't realise that what we have got as a strength is a strength because it comes naturally to us. So I would say anything that kind of comes naturally to you that you really enjoy doing and that you kind of don't need to think about... That is a strength for sure. Um, and the final thing I just wanted to talk to you about is a TikTok video I posted earlier this week about the alphabet. Um, I've done a little run of assessments recently of eight nine-year-olds and their spelling has been kind of like non-existent and when we've unpicked that it's because they actually are not sure of the 26 letter names the 26 letter sounds and don't actually know how to represent each letter, um write it down. So actually if you don't know that letter and you can't write it down, um, you're not going to be able to spell it. Um so I think for me, kind of that real emphasis on sequencing the alphabet, which is one of the first things we learn as a specialist dyslexic teacher, is really, really important. Um, so there are, like I say, I have done a TikTok video about it. Um, there are strategies and things that you can use on um on on my tiktok videos as well if you go to alphabet ideas and also on my website there is um, a dyslexic toolkit and there's lots of alphabet friendly ideas in there and i also talk um, a lot about um, alphabet sequencing in my dyslexic supporters lounge um so yeah so that is my week really um I hope that you have all had a great week and I will be back next week for more Dyslexic Life with Joe Reese. Um, in the meantime, don't forget to follow the podcast if you can and share far and wide. Check out my social media platforms and don't forget to always look on the dyslexic side of life. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Have a great week, guys.